step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. States, 
you got your First Amendment. And you're not threatening no one. You're not causing any destruction. You're not causing any uh, hell or whatnot. You can still bring up the truth. And that's why I call the shit nothing but the truth. Yes, we do talk about relationships, but we also talk about other things that matters the most as well, too. So I want to bring that up. So let me give you the topic that we have before we have people start calling in. And yes, this is a live show. Before I even go into the uh, the whole topic, I want people to know that you can get this show and download it. You can go to iTunes and type in nothing but the truth. You can download it into your iPhones or if you've got um, iPads or any of the iMac stuff, you can do that. You can also do it on Android as well, too. You can go to Blog Talk Radio by going to blogtalk.com or blogtalkradio.com forward slash mb underscore truth. You can go there and you can see all the episodes I have done. I did over 100 shows. Been doing this for quite a while. I took a hiatus and I explained that last season or explained that last episode. So, you know, I wanted to do this. Someone told me to come out and say, hey, man, we need to talk about these things. And I came out of here. You know, we used to have Mr. LeVon on here, Mr. Mr. Charlie, or Mr. Charles, if you want to call him that, or Mr. C. And then we had a first lady on there. And now we got Miss J on here now, and she brings some good game here as far as talking about the things that people need to know and people need to be aware of. So if you're welcome, you know, you're welcome to go ahead and call into the show. And the guest line is 646-787-8150, 646-787-8150. That's the line that you need to call in if you want to talk about these issues I'm about to bring up. So let's go ahead and go to the gist of it. Election 2016 and the concerns of the people. Again, this is a live show, and I'm discussing the concerns when it comes to voters who are casting their votes. What are the expectations of voters, and what are their fears that their candidate lose? Is there a possibility that this will be a runoff election? What should America, what should America expect for the next four years? who have answers and more tonight. Anyone who wants to debate us, you're welcome to come in here and debate. If you say I disagree with you, Mr. Evan, you're welcome to that. You know, we want to talk about the issues that's coming up. And we got to be realistic about what can happen. I'm not a psychic. I don't claim to be a psychic. But I look at trends. I study trends. I look at what's going on with history. So, before I do anything, let me go ahead and bring in Miss J. Hey. Hello, hey, Miss J. How you doing? I'm all right. How you doing? <laughs> hey. I, I'm doing good. Looking at the news, looking at the chaos. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going yeah. on out here. Exactly. So you want me to start, or you want to go ahead and start? I'm gonna let you take the lead. Okay, so some of the things that I'm seeing now is now becoming a, a major concern. I noticed because I came from HBCU, I went to HBCU and I looked at these things that's going on. So if we're looking back, I'm going to put you back on mute for a second, some noise mm-hmm. in the background. Okay. Uh, with, with all the things that's going on, all the things that we have going on here in this country is now becoming very social, economical, 
harvest of negativity. And what I mean by negativity, we have all this protesting, all this fighting that's going on, but no one's coming up with solutions. Yes, people are marching, and you have your you have your right to march. If you feel like, hey, I want to march, I want to do this, you're welcome to do that. But what is it coming to? What are we gaining from that? Nothing's being addressed. It's been sidetracked. It's been railroad, in my honest opinion. Another thing that I'm looking at is a lot of hate going on, a lot of people talking hatred. You know, people saying, well, if my guy don't get in, I'm going to cause all this chaos. There's already been threats in this country. Now, when has it ever been like this? sounds like the French Revolution, in my honest opinion. Another thing that's going on, in my eyes, is the outside players. When I tell you this, outside players are actors, that means people that are influencing what's going on within our country. Now, I spoke to one of my friends about this, and the first president, well, President George Washington, he put it in his farewell address when he was leaving office that we need to be keeping our eye out for outside influences that actually could manipulate our political system. He didn't take a party, as you know. He was not associated with any party, but he warned of outside influences. And some people say, whatever, but you got to think about it. Let's go back and look at all the stuff about Hillary Clinton's emails. You know, she already went to a Senate committee, you know, congressional hearing, excuse me, and they wanted to know, and she was there for about 11 hours, I believe. So everything was fanned out, and they said, okay, that's what's up. So all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, the, the the stuff comes back up. It comes back up out of nowhere, like coming back as Lazarus. Oh, we got some more emails. But the thing is, did y'all catch where those emails came from? Those emails came from Russians. If you don't understand that, I don't know what to tell you. And it came from the Russians at first hacking into the system and then delivering them to the FBI. I'm more concerned about the Russians on why they're giving us information versus what's in those emails. Because we're, probably, we're not going to find out. It could be her grocery list. And I'm not protecting her. But people complain about, no, she did that on the server. How many of y'all actually use your computer at work other than for work? Then we bring in Miss J again. What's your thoughts mm-hmm. about that first one? Well, what's we your were first talking thoughts? about the. Well, my first thought is basically uh, well, we've, we've got this election going on, and I understand where you're coming from, um, the idea that, you know, there's a possible outside attack because we have these new candidates in office and neither one of them to some people are the likely candidates to have. But we have a lot of people um, from the outside looking at us and looking at what we stand for as an, as America. Um and like I said, the potential threat is we have to look at these candidates as to how they're going to protect us in our own country when you have people, you know, the outside country looking at them as a joke. Um, I'm, I'm trying to maybe get a little sidetracked right now, but um, I was looking at the news, too, and trying to do some information about Donald Trump being rushed off the stage today because someone had a threat against him. Um, right now, I think – this upcoming election, we have a lot of people who are angry, um, not only here in the United States, but we also have, uh, like you say, Russia, Al-Qaeda, everybody looking at us, 
um, pretty much got a gun pointed at us. Um, I, I my first thought is, <laughs> um, I'm getting kind of nervous right now, Luke. But uh, I mean, Evan. But um, my first thought is we are. Uh, We we really need to take a, a good look at uh, what our candidates are trying to do, and 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 as far as making sure they're protecting our rights as a citizen, and making sure that uh, we take it very seriously these threats that are coming out in uh, regards to uh, people like East Bay and Russia or in um, other countries like Arcata. Yeah, that's that's my concern. I know they keep bringing it up. And this is one of the things I point out to one of my friends. The thing that I pointed out is that a what-if scenario. I love playing what-if scenarios. What if I go this way and don't go that way? What-if scenarios. So what if uh, Hillary gets in? A lot of people say they're gonna, she's going to be tried by Russia. That's going to be our first major task to deal with Russia. The reason why Barack Obama did not deal with Russia as far as dealing with the Syria crisis like he did in Libya it's because his hands were tied. And a lot of people would give me, he's the president. Yes, and the president has War Powers Act. Now, with that, he can go ahead and say, oh, I want to send troops over here as a police action, just like Lyndon Johnson did for the Vietnam War. That was a police action. We never declare war. Congress is the only one that can declare war. So we've only been in a couple of wars for this country. I know we've been in conflicts. A conflict is totally different from a war. You got to get Congress approval to go to war. So Congress has to say that. For him, he said humanitarian aid. That was the loop, right? They're not knocking the president. I'm just telling you a fact. He said, I'm going to help Libya in humanitarian efforts. When you think about humanitarian, you're thinking about, okay, I'm going to give you medical, I'm going to give you this. You're not thinking about a no fly zone, you're not thinking about all these things. So he took action, which he did. And this is facts. I'm not stating opinion. This is a fact. Uh, at the time, it was only going to be basically France and Britain. And that they knew they had limited resources. They couldn't sustain a operation like that for a long time. They needed a third major player, and the United States came in. After that took place, the president was a question, why you do that? You know, by Congress, you know you wasn't supposed to do that. And they start trying to say, well, you know, that was that time when they were saying, we should impeach the president, he's going to war, all this stuff. And he told them, he's not going to war, just providing no war zone, not no war zone, but no flying zone. Flying back and forth, you know, dropping missiles and whatnot, giving them air support. Okay, they say from now on, they did a limitation on War Powers Act. With that in mind, he just can't do what he did before. So that limiting him or even thinking about going to Syria, I think that's going to be a powder cake right there because in our current situation now, we got Asir, who is basically in charge of Syria, dealing with ISIS over there, right? We don't like ISIS. We don't like Asir. But Russia's right there, too, like a big brother, like, hey, what you doing? You don't come over here. <laughs> you want to help? You can help. But don't touch my little brother. That's going to play a situation right there because there's still ongoing conflict over there. We're not in it as boots on the ground, but I think that's going to be a situation even with what we have going on with uh, Ukraine 
as you remember, the Russians did a lot of crazy stuff too. And I think as her being a former uh, Secretary of State, she knows that situation. We don't talk about it in the news every day, but I think Putin's going to try it. Now, on the other hand, and you might call me crazy, I honestly think when I told you that first statement about George Washington, I think Donald Trump threw that in the trash can and said, I'm going to play it my way. I think, honestly, what he has did basically is say, I'm going to talk to Russia. And you see Russia, like, hey, I like him. He's pretty good. I'm thinking there's some backdoor deals. If, if he gets in office, I think there's going to be a non-aggression pact. And what that means, basically, in my eyes, is not where you think, well, you start your war or whatnot, but I think there's just going to be some concessions. There's going to be concessions based off, you know, we have NATO, right? You remember the comment that he mentioned a few months back, right? Uh, uh, anyway, I'll let everyone know. The, the comments that he said, that someone asked him, what do you think about NATO and about the contribution? So if y'all don't know, NATO is basically out there in Europe and the United States, Canada. you got some other nations over there. And basically the whole policy, and I'm going to boil it down to an eggshell here, is that if I hit you in the face, let's say, uh, Lady J., you a country, all right, and you got cousins, right? If I hit you in your face, your cousins are going to come up on me. It's not you going to hit me. Everyone's going to hit me. But everyone's got to pitch in on helping each other, right? So um, I know I'm, I'm going long wind on here, but I'm going to shorten it up. Basically, he said he's not going to help out those other nations if they don't contribute. They're supposed to do a minimum of 2%, I believe, and a lot of nations have not been doing it for years and years. They've just been under – they haven't met that quota. So he's like, I'm not going to help, and that's not how the whole policy goes, and a lot of people are kind of shocked. And I think that might hurt us right there as far as allies overseas. Uh, I think if he gets in, I think there's going to be a lot of concessions. He's going to say, well, I brought peace to our country, but it's not going to be peace to the world. I think he's going to be like – we're not, and he already said we're not going to police the whole world, but you got to think about our interests overseas, too. If they start doing things like that and start messing with our national interests, our vital interests, these are critical things to keep this country going. It's going to spark a war. What's your thoughts? Ms. J? Hello? Yeah, what's your thoughts? Yes, I'm back. Um, I have no comment right now, Luke. <laughs> okay. So, as I continue with this, I honestly think going back home front, I think a lot of people are concerned. People are concerned about their money, like Wall Street. They worry about their money. Uh, usually, with uh, with the Republicans, they want to have a lot of. Uh, deregulation, meaning that we don't need to be doing all this mandatory inspections or audits, which the reason being that we had to do those audits, if everyone remember 2008, housing market, people lost their homes. A lot of people lost their jobs. People couldn't make those payments on the subprime mortgages. We don't want to go through it, and that's why they went through all these new laws and stuff, you know, SEC, you know, Security Exchange uh, Commission, they weren't down for that. They were not down for that. So they, they investigated some of these companies. 
I think with Trump, I think he's going to do a lot of deregulation. Now, they say that's natural flow of the economy, but if you got people like they did back in the early 90s with derivatives, no one understood them, you can build up a bubble and can crash and everyone gets hurt, and we go back into it. Uh, Hillary, I think she still do the same thing too, because that happened in the 90s, as I remember, you know. No one knew what the uh, regulations, you know, not the regulations, but derivatives were. Yeah, it's a financial instrument. Uh, another thing I think a lot of concerns are dealing with are rights. You know, a lot of people are going to start coming off from a voter fraud, but you got to think about voter fraud. It's, it's a small percentage. You're not going to be able to uh, manipulate an election off of voter fraud. It's just going to be too small, you know what I mean? It's not going to be big as what you think it's going to be. Um, with that in mind, I think a lot of things are going on. And I think a lot of people are doing a lot of stuff. A lot of people are dealing with a lot of things that matters the most. You're welcome to call in, guests, if you want to question what I'm saying. I think... A lot of people think it's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. The number is 646-787-8150. Now, I thought about a runoff election because of what the news is saying, but there's no guarantee it's going to be a runoff. It's going to be a decision. I think it's going to be a decisive decision, but on who, I don't know. I really don't know. Because you got a lot of people say, I won't vote for Trump, but they don't, they can't stand Hillary. Or people might be like, I'm not going to vote at all because I can't stand either one of them. You know, or they say, I'm not going to vote for Hillary. I'm going to go vote for a third party. That doesn't help Hillary. That's going to help Trump. Uh, I think for the next four years, I think whoever's going to become president, either one of them, I think they're going to be a one-term president. I think the reason being... It's because they got too much dirt on their hands. Yes. One person got dirt on his y'all y'all both dirty. I think if you got all that stuff going on, what how much further would it be to take you to go to the to push an edge to do something that's not right? I'm not gonna say anyone's gonna get impeached or anything, but a lot of people might not might not be able to handle that. They both got dirty stuff on their hands, you know. Um, well, all politicians do, but it's like they got the most out of all the people who are trying to run for president. It's like these are our final two outcomes. I think the good thing that can happen out of this is that a lot of people are waking up to the nonsense. They're not going to go with the okie doke. The reason being, and I say go back to HBCUs, I know that the president already talked to African Americans, like he addressed them personally. He said the, the Latino vote is like it's up where it needs to be as it is usual. He is naming all the other people. He said, but the African American vote is not up. It's real low. It's, it's, it's been low. It wasn't like this when I was running for both times running for president. And they have been making a serious push. And when I mean serious push, it, it went home. I showed Lady J or Miss J. The video, and the video was um, Hillary Clinton popping up at my old campus, popping up, smiling, waving, trying to appear that she's connecting with the younger generation, the millennials, which a lot of millennials are, are not 
going to go off that, oh, oh, that's neat and stuff. Because remember, these millennials were not able to vote for the last election. But they seen the things that's going on that's affecting them. Hey, you know, my skin is black or whatnot. And I'm telling you the truth. Like, my skin is black or whatnot. And if I get pulled over, you know, what's the chances of me getting shot, you know? Some of those things are being concerned. And so then the president's popping up into North Carolina as well, too. And he's trying to get people to go out there, people of color. You know, hey, you know, don't – and I tell you this now. I know some people say I vote because my uh, grandparents couldn't vote and all this and that. It's not all about that, man. It's not all about that. Now, understand that took place, and that was wrong. But don't go vote with someone who ain't doing anything for you. That's the thing. Those don't – Give someone away your vote. And this goes for either party. I don't care. It goes for any party that you want to see as. If you are sitting there and you just give away your vote and you don't understand what's going on, you can have a wolf in sheep's clothing. They can be sitting there and say, yeah, because I represent this party. And I had that talk with my dad. My dad used to tell me that, so this vote straight, this straight party right here. And the question should have came up to me, why? Because you got to look. You got to look at some people might be affiliated with a party, but they might not even do anything. They might just sit on their butt. And then you get upset. Tell them, man, I wish I didn't vote for them, but why did you vote for them? Because they represented this party. So you you need to take that in mind. Um, I think other concerns are going to be people dealing with retirement, too. At the end of the day, I know I heard an older lady crying, getting upset. Tell me, I don't know why the younger people are not voting. It's their future. I don't think she's worried about that future. I think she's worried about her her current situation because, you know, people have been talking about taking benefits away, taking away Obamacare. I don't think it's going to go away. I know these politicians. Yeah. And I think with all that's going on, Iman, I think, honestly, if we are actually going to go ahead and put stuff out and go, go for it with it as far as dealing with our election, dealing with people that's actually uh, supposed to represent us, we need to hold them to the fire. Hold them to the fire or pay them off. I know that sounds like some mafia stuff, but you got to think about how these politicians work. You think about it. You got lobbyists, right? You have lobbyists that say, I want you to vote. I want you to swing a vote in my favor. Pay both sides of the party if they can, and they come together. It's not because it's a moral thing that they're feeling. It comes down to the dollars. Our strategy, as our people, as our nation, if we're not going to be able to fix this situation, we need to pay these people to look the right way. I think that's how a lot of stuff gets through through Congress. I think they can sit on it. They can wait all day and be like, well, we're not going to do anything. We'll sit in a recess unless you call us into uh, a session. And... If you got the right dollars, you can make things happen. I know people say that sounds crazy. I don't have money like that. But that's where you, you vote as a group. You vote as a group. You vote as a block. You know, police unions do it. Other unions do it too. But you have to think about it. You just don't give your vote away. But, you know, things that you want to highlight as far as the next four years, you need to be aware of who you got because, you know, you got a midterm election coming down the pipeline as well too. And a lot of people slipped up when – the president got in, they thought that's all they had to do, and they went home, and they didn't go vote for anything else. You had midterms as well, too, so take that in consideration, too. The last midterms uh, that we had, a lot of politicians tried to run away from Barack Obama. 
which was crazy. They ran away, and those people who was for President Barack Obama, the citizens, kind of took offense to that, and those people lost their seats or never got into office, and they didn't understand why I went against everything because they felt like he was going on the wrong track, which I don't know where they got that from. I mean, that's like basically going against a, a standing president. You wouldn't do that. It's rare to do that. But you got to take that in mind. Um, one thing I do want to point out is that if we're going to make a difference and we're going to make change in our country, we should have to wait for someone to get in a high position. You can start locally in your city, in your county, in your state, or district, you know, it works its way up. It shouldn't have to be coming all the way from the top down because the changes that you see from a president or whatnot, you don't feel those effects until they're gone out of office years and years. You know, with this Obamacare and stuff and people complain about it, you're not going to see the ramifications of it till years to come. And it's not a perfect thing. I mean, nothing's perfect. I mean, we got to think about those things, but we have to treat each other right. That's one thing we have to take in consideration as a nation. If we don't want things to get done, we have to have a real talk. We have to have a real talk, sit down at the table and talk about these issues and come up with solutions. Now, for everyone that was listening, I want to let everyone know that you can get this show and you can get many more shows by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash mb underscore truth. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash mb underscore truth. We're going to have a lot of things that's going on. We're going to talk about a lot of discussions that are going on. We was going to talk about mass incarceration, but I wanted to go ahead and put this out for an election because it's very important. I want people to go back and look at what I say, you know, one year from now, two years from now, even up to four to eight years from now, and be like, yeah, he was hitting on the point. Because I believe strongly that this will come into effect. Another thing, I want everyone to get the word out. I know a lot of people thinking, oh, this is just a recording or whatnot, but I'm going to go ahead and start getting the show out to more audience. I need your help. I need people who are listening to the show and say, I know who that is. I need y'all to actually reach out to people. I need y'all to get people to listen to the show, enjoy yourself. You know, this is going to be a fun show. Sometimes we have to have serious topics because it's important not to be thinking, well, we're just going to party all the time because at the end of the day, you have a livelihood that you have to take care of. People got bills. People got situations. But I like to have fun and whatnot, but it comes to the time where you have fun. It's a time that you have to take care of business. Also, if you want to, you're welcome to go ahead and call this line anytime you want to when we have this show. I'm pushing out live shows. I'm going to keep pushing them out until I'm not able to push them out. And then when that goes down, I'm going to do pre-recorded shows. But I want to keep going. I want to keep this thing going forward. My email address is mb underscore truth at yahoo.com. And you want to email me any comments, concerns, or any topics that you would like us to discuss, we will have those. For next week, we're going to have um, a guest speaker to come on. We're going to talk about mass incarceration. We're going to talk about part. It's going to be a, a two-part series. The first part is going to talk about mass incarceration, the problems around it, the origin behind, you know, the history of it. And the second part will be the week after that. It's going to talk about the solutions that we can come up with 
to get this corrected. It is becoming a serious problem, and we're going to go over some statistical facts for you to make sure that you understand the gravity of the situation. But I thank you for listening. I know a lot of people tend to listen because they're kind of shy to talk on the radio. Miss um, J has some issues with her phone. That's why she came in and left out real quick. So there's no problem. She's all right. She just sent me a message let me know that she has some technical difficulties with her phone. But everything's all good, and I want y'all to enjoy yourself. But other than that, I thank you for tuning in on the show, and this is nothing but the truth. Thank you. Have a nice night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.